Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shoot. Okay. Okay, ready? Okay, so this is this is to get the throne. Or that chair. Peasant chair. It's a peasant chair. Okay. okay. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Victorious. Hello everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the new podcast, the Be More Podcast. Subtitle, Be More Curious. And there's a reason behind that, obviously, if you're curious, <laughs> yeah. straight out of the gate. This podcast was something that Josh and I have been looking forward to doing for a long, long time, but we did have the problem that a lot of fitness podcasts have where we've got a lot more in our lives than just fitness. So the idea of just talking about fitness over and over and over again doesn't really do it much for us in terms of our motivation to do something like this. So there is definitely going to be a background and a backbone as such based in fitness, but this is going to be far more than that. So, yeah, I mean... Josh, what, what what are you excited about the podcast? Like, what's the? I'm excited just to really have conversations, which maybe uh, some people are not afraid to have, but just I feel wary? being in an yeah wary. You know, they tiptoe around, and I think you know conversations are what really drive uh, a lot of things forward. And it's just good to have you know an open space, and we have so many conversations, so many discussions so. where. We shouted at each other for oh, it should be a podcast. <laughs> it should be a podcast. Shut your mouth, Josh. Yeah. Shut your mouth. This is gold. Because, this is gold. <laughs> because what the world needs right now is another podcast with two straight white guys talking about giving their opinions on giving their opinions on things that they think are important enough for everyone else to listen to. So if you're into that, <laughs> you're in the right place. So let's um, let's dive into this topic because this is one we are both very passionate about. Um, if you're a creep, aka someone who's watching us right now. Firstly, hello. Thanks for thanks for joining yeah, us. Yeah, because we are video recording this as well. Hopefully you're enjoying the uh, the feet. We need to touch feet. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> one. That was a spank. That was, that was a whiplash <laughs> with that one. Yeah. I'll do practice. Um, so this, this episode is going to be... Well, yeah. So as I was saying earlier, if you can see us, you'll probably think, wait, where's half of their face gone? Yeah. Half of our face has been shaved off. Um, not in a fatal car accident or anything like that. We decided to do this. We have decided to rock the mustaches for the entirety of November. Bull chins, furry lips. First time I've got. shaved is been clean shaven. Mm. I think it's about eight years, but I can't actually ever remember the, the breeze shaving. Oh yeah, my, yeah. The, the breeze is a stranger to my chin, and it was very much welcomed, though I must say. It was it's actually like, quite nice. Huh? Yeah. Hey, you. Where have you been? You haven't seen the sun in eight-ish yeah. years. But there is, of course, uh, a very, reason. very good reason why we have furry lips, and especially myself with a watsit across it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, I have a very, very ginger beard. Um, and that's because it is the month of November. And so um, this is a great time to raise awareness for men's mental health, Yep. Um, suicide prevention, not only that, men's testicular cancer, um, and really just men's health in general. Uh, and of course, with us, we have our mustaches really helping to bring to light that conversation because it is just a good conversation starter, which again, is a big reason why we didn't do the full Monty of shaving the full tash off because, you know, we did have another reason that we needed the tash for, but uh, we wanted to have it comical enough and, you know, from the get-go so that we could really get these conversations going. And, of course, today is a really important conversation. Massively. I mean, yeah, we, we really wanted to be uncomfortable as possible for the longest period of time. <laughs> uncomfortable because, I mean, looking at it from a reflective standpoint, that's kind of where this conversation is going. That, that, that sense of uncomfortableness of not being able to talk about things when you want to talk about them as a man. So the, the title that Josh came up with, I'm not even going to try and steal his thunder on this one, is... <laughs> The episode is going to be called Man Up, and I think that's the perfect jumping off point to discuss this, uh, this, this episode, which is going to be predominantly based on mental health, and especially within men, uh, but I think everybody could take something from this. So, Josh, what does that term do to you? If someone, if someone came to you and said, just oh, man up, what's the immediate kind of gut response? Um, I guess personally, if we're going to go down that route, it's something which has been 
drilled into me because I come from a, a family where the men aren't there to express emotion. You're not there to, you, you just don't, you don't cry. We don't even cry during funerals. Um, and in fact, if you do, it's a sign of weakness. And that was something which was about brought that, up yeah. with myself. Yeah. And, you know, we've spoken about a lot. And so anytime someone says man up, I mean, to be honest, I was told that a lot. So it was that feeling of, you know, you, you can't show that emotion. You can't show you're vulnerable or you cry or any of those things um, because yeah it, it was it was shown as as weakness and it was weird in a way it wasn't like haha that person's weak but it was the shame. subtle yeah it was that sense of shame almost it, or it would be a case of if we did you know if there was uh, one of the family members who were male and crying, there would be the discussion of whether, you know, they're not as strong as this person, that's why. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an interesting, you know, take, and I'm sure I'm not the only one out there who's gone through a similar... I was going to say, yeah. that there's going to be so much to this, and there's going to be a lot of people that can... I mean, I, I didn't go through what you went through personally, but I completely can... I can see how that would be something that a lot of people will resonate with. Like, I get tones of that but it was never that strong with me and I, I was kind of thinking while you were talking there as well like I'm quite you know me I'm quite open with how if there's an issue I will like yep. I will jump on it and I was yep. speaking to one of my friends the other day and he, he said that and he said that to me he's like you're one of those guys who just if there's a problem coming up and we're playing Red Dead so I was like oh it's like you know you're standing on the train tracks and you're like there's a train coming I'm like, logically, I'm going to be like, well, I'll just step off the tracks earlier rather than let the train hit me or even get let it get close to hitting me. And that's the kind of way I approach it is that I see it from a mile off because these type of things, they don't just happen. They're like, it's a gradual kind of like, oh, a downward spiral or today didn't go, go too well or whatever it is. So usually you've got a bit of time. But again, I'm, I'm trying to think of how I adopted that mentality because my family were not as... What word would you use to describe how your family was? Not, not strict. Um, there, it wasn't a strict family. Yeah, like, I think I think it was just more. It's, it, it honestly, it was like osmosis because my dad had a tough upbringing, and so just bad, with yeah, that, yeah. you know, he had to have a thick skin. He had to, you know, um, have a certain exterior, and then that rubbed off onto my brother. And my brother really was my father because I didn't like, you know. I didn't know my, who my father was until the age of three. It's quite funny when you're thinking about it because I was even thinking of when, like, um, <laughs> my, my dad used to work a lot, right? And again, this is all feeding into this conversation because, you know, when we're talking about how society is wired, how men are meant to address their feelings, you know, we are in a patriarchal society where, you know, it is a system made by men for men yeah. where they go and they are the providers. They have to go out and work. Um, and so, you know, just putting a pin in that for now, but that was basically what my dad was, right? So he would work. I wouldn't know who he was because he was coming back so late. He was leaving so early. And uh, really my brother kind of brought me up. And so again, through the osmosis of, of that as well, you know, my brother was conditioned. He was hard. He was always like, God, Alex shows no emotion. And it was like, in my eyes, I was like, oh, that seems that's strong. Like strength. Right, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. This is what I need to adopt. Um, and so that's kind of like how that's filtered through. So again, it wasn't like my family was strict or anything like that. It was just a case of, it was just, just through conditioning. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I guess, you know, coming back to that situation of society and, and men, that's, I think, where a lot of men are, is that they feel that they need to be, you know, the providers and they need to be strong. And so, you know, you're not able to express. They need to be the rock. Yeah. That's essentially, it's like, I think that men feel like they need to be the foundation for a family. Like they're the thing that everything else stands upon. And if there's a fault in that, then everyone's like, oh crap, because it affects everyone up from above you. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where men sit. Uh, especially in the generations past, like obviously things have changed massively. Oh, yeah, in the last, yeah, couple years, last but you know, a couple of decades where even just us having this conversation, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, would have been like, yeah, what exactly. Hippies did exactly. Nice. I mean, my dad still is it's interesting when I speak to him, and you know, um, his view on on mental health, he can't he can't quite it's grasp fixed. it still. It's just it's still like 
I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand how, you know, what is this anxiety, this depression, this thing, yeah. like, which is a really, really, it's, it's really interesting just how generational, you know, the viewpoints on these kind of things are. So um, to go on a bit of a, a kind of yep. segue from this is something that I was reading before this podcast. I wanted to do a little bit more research. so I wasn't coming into this, just completely blind, but it was a, it was a study that was basically, essentially to keep it very, very simple, physical activity, the, the higher amount of physical activity someone has, the less amount of mental health issues they have. Now, that's obviously a very just blanket statement there. But do you think, and this is just me thinking out loud here, mm. the generations before us, so you're thinking like our dads and then their dads and their dads, they didn't get a chance to sit down and have an idle mind. Because I've always said like, you know, it's like what the devil makes playthings of idle hands. I was like, I think it's actually the devil makes playthings of an idle mind way more than anything else. Like overthinking is one of the most like I wouldn't say it's like corrupting but it's um it's a it's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with just this this just constant spiral of thoughts that then spiral off into something else and spiral off and and I was saying this to one of our clients the other day you're fearing nothing that's the thing like you're fearing all these potential pitfalls or traps or situations but they're not actually real not, they haven't ha- they haven't happened they've no. happened here but your body and your body goes exactly. that's happened yeah 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 that hasn't nothing's actually happened so it's it's a such a dangerous slope but getting back to my point it's interesting to think that we have got i would say you know specifically us but you know this generation and i'd say yeah generally i've got a lot more free time than the generations past mm-hmm. so there is a lot more sedentary lifestyle like sedentary lifestyle is obviously just getting worse and worse Alongside that, people have, there's a lot more mental health issues. Now, whether that's being reported, because that's another big part of it, mm-hmm. or, you know, there's this incline of, you know, obesity and health markers dropping. And then there's also that rise of mental health mental health issues. And then going back to the, all the studies that, that this guy was talking about that I was listening to, it was how there was such a positive correlation of physical activity physical movement and sometimes it wasn't even move, move, like movement it literally said like sometimes if you're feeling down you can't get up and walk or you're you know physically not able to even a change in posture and changing the rhythm of your breathing has been shown to affect like negative thoughts and i was like that is fascinating i mean it makes sense to I me mean, even when you're looking at things like you know meditation or just That's you know looking one. into taking some time to pause and control you know, you're then going to be able to start to soothe your nervous system and allow mm-hmm. yourself to maybe collect your thoughts. But uh, yeah, I mean, 100%, I can, I've not looked at that uh, research, but I can definitely get behind the whole correlation between physical movement, taking care of your own physical health. Again, it's that whole mind and body approach, you know, where uh, they are not segregated, they are intertwined and interrelated and they affect each other, you know, um, definitely that. And it's just a fascinating thought process when you really start, like I was walking all earlier thinking about that and I was like, it's so interesting to think that and it doesn't even need to be strenuous physical activity. And I was, I was trying to think of myself in this situation. And now obviously we're going to talk about Warhammer because that's kind of a big part of this. But that's what I'm thinking. When am I the most zen or almost in a medita- meditative like place? And it's when I'm painting Warhammer. Mm. When there's no, I can't think about anything. My brain can't just randomly drift towards a random thought process it has to be there and clear and present yep. and that's uh again like I, I think my being able to grade myself in terms of like my own mental health i'm in a good spot obviously if there's anything that comes up i'm pretty quick to respond to it but for the most part i would say my mental health has been something i've always prioritized it but i think it's in a good spot um and then i'm kind of thinking well right well why is it in a good spot I've done this with my own CF as well. Like, why am I as healthy as I am with CF? Why am I as mentally healthy as I am? Look back at the things I do a lot of. I'm, I'm active a lot. I get very good sleep. It's a priority yep. of mine. I have good hobbies. I have good interests that allow me to just channel my thoughts into something other than just spiraling into this panic-infested, like, cycling yeah, yeah, that can, yeah, yeah. can really happen to you. So I think that's, that's a big part of it as well. Even, like, if we're going to, you know, centralize on fitness and I guess body composition and how that affects people you know the constant comparison social media everything on those kind of things I think a big part of 
trying to shift your identity away from just your body is a big thing. If yeah. that's something which is a big, uh, you know, taking up a lot of space within your mental capacity, i.e., you know, your looks and how that falls into, you know, the Western standard of beauty, etc. blah, 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 blah. Uh, which of course is now even, there's even a pressure on men for that now, you know, whereas it what exactly. used to be solely women. And again, we've still got it easy when it comes to that from a physical standpoint, because, yes, we do. you know, we're almost expected to get fat, bald, have that a beer bald. in hand, like, you know, it, and that's still acceptable. Um, yeah. Whereas for women it's not. And, but then there are other pressures as well to go on a bit of a tangent for men, I feel, which is again, coming back to, we need to be a provider. We need to be the rock. We need to be strong. And that can get so overwhelming for people. Very. You know, I felt that before as well. 100%. Like all the things that you're suppo like supposed to do as a man. It, like when you, I, remember, I think I saw it on social media at some point. It was like, oh, to be a man, you need to do this and this and this. And, this. and obviously this is like a very generalized statement of what, it's, what it is to be a man. Because who the hell knows what that is. But... And when you look at it, it's like, that's a pretty exhaustive list. And just looking at that list makes me go, oh my God, we never <laughs> expected to do so much. But again, this isn't a, this is the thing with, I think a lot of people with, when it comes to talking about men's problems and women's problems, it's not a competition. It's not like, no, I've got it worse than you, or you've got it worse than me. It's just like, no, no, everyone no. struggles. No, we have everyone has their pressures. Yeah. But there are, again, I will be, I have said many a time. I'm glad I'm a man yeah. because being a woman sounds no, no, difficult as hell. The, again, this, like, yeah, I, I've had this conversation so much with my wife where it's just like, I know I've got it easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we're, I we're know. very self-aware. Like, we are self-aware that like when it comes to, you know, the physical changes, the physical stresses, the mental stresses, the societal pressures. Was that blood loss? Blood, blood loss, you know. Like, <laughs> like, blood, like that, that blows my mind. Like if you think about that, like I was saying, you know, I just thought of a terrible uh, meme that I've I've saw recently. Yeah, no, we, we can maybe pop it up. Can we? Would we? Should we? Mm, maybe post it up. No, on our yeah, stories. maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's it one of those piles where you're like, for a select few people, I if, will if show certain this to, people saw yeah. this, they might judge me differently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe we'll save that for another. We'll put that on the like uncut version or something. Oh um, yeah, there's gonna be one of those. Yeah. <laughs> With all, this, anyway, with all this feet going on oh yeah we've got an only only <laughs> only feet page there's probably the, 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 we I shouldn't even it. lean into that we shouldn't <laughs> even lean into that um, but yeah getting back to my point I'm not going to you know, go into the detail I was about to go into but yeah being a man is for the most part much easier than being a woman it, from our straight white male yeah people. exactly again for, you know always checking in with our privilege here but um Again, I think the pressures of what's expected to be a man, um, and like you say, what even yeah. you know constitutes to being a man, it can get a lot, and it can you can really feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. And I think the most important thing is to know that you know you aren't alone. Like I think when you are talking to your your mates, your you know fellow fellow men to to yep. you know to say, um, you realize that everyone's got the same mental, you know, thinking, the same mental processing as that. And you're not alone. And it's so important to speak out and to have these conversations, which is, again, is, is such a big part of the movement that we're behind about raising awareness and why we're having this conversation now. Yeah. It's, you know, just having these conversations and making people realize you aren't alone and checking in with the people who maybe you are a little bit concerned with. And um, even my friend Miguel, who uh, is actually currently doing a, uh, dissertation yeah, um, for his PhD on this actual topic you know if you're concerned with someone uh, who may be having suicidal thoughts actually just pitching that to them and saying hey have you had suicidal thoughts a lot of people would shy away from that because they would think that you're putting thoughts into their head but actually yeah. the research has shown that if you have if you open that conversation it can be really really helpful so you know don't hesitate just ask and just make sure you're checking in with your with your friends with uh, male and female again you know this conversation goes beyond but because the suicide rates are just so alarmingly high in Terrible. men you know 75 percent um you know of men of the 800,000 deaths from suicide per year you know 75 percent of those are men and again, this is where it comes back to this, you know, patriarchal society that we've created. Men who have built this 
world for men, but it's failing men, obviously, because you know there's just so much of this. A lot of us are, yeah, and 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 you know they're choosing that this is the only route that they can take to get out of it, which is just a, it's a crazy it's, thought it's process. It's terrifying. It's a terrifying thought process. Like to think that, like I've never had. You know, I've had thoughts of it. Obviously, yeah. just as I and we discussed this the other day. I think did. Yeah. everybody has. It's a gone down that path. I think it's a natural thing to go. What would happen if I wasn't here? Like, yeah, what, yeah. how would that affect like, people? Almost like me? a brain, ex- like a thought experiment. experiment. That's yeah. exactly. That's that's exactly how we we framed it as well. Yeah. Like again, I, I'm. It just scares me to think that someone would get to that point, but at no point feel comfortable to speak to someone about it because that to me is. It just it, it fills me full of just sadness. That's the only way I can put it. Like it just makes me feel so sad that someone close it could be any literally could be anybody and you were discussing this earlier it's usually the people who you don't yeah expect and that sounds ridiculous well yeah I mean I was talking to you know Janice about it earlier like with regards to Robin Williams the poster boy of you know she's watching Miss Doubtfire exactly she's she's downstairs watching Mrs. Doubtfire one of my favourite all time films you know that man brought so much joy to my life Um, and again you know a quote which he said which was and I'm gonna I'm just paraphrasing here so don't quote me word for word but it was a case of him saying, um, you know, usually the most unhappy people are making other people happy because they understand the sadness and they don't want anyone else to feel that. And and so that's why depression I, doesn't have a face, yeah. you know. And I totally, I can understand that. Like, just as a small glimpse of that, that feeling, I remember going to do my lung functions and them dropping. And again, this is such a small slice of that, but I remember not wanting to tell anyone because I didn't want to ruin their day. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm just going to keep this to myself. Yep. This is something that no one else, I don't want to burden someone with this sadness because, again, the people around me are incredible people and they would worry about me. They yeah, would be yeah. like, oh no, is he okay? Like, what does this mean? So I completely get that. And going back to, like, the, the idea of not feeling confident to talk to your friends, this is the analogy I'd like to use. If you, need, if you want to change the direction that you're going, let's say, just say you're in a boat, you have to be willing to disrupt what's going on in the boat. If you just cruise, it's just going to go in the same direction always. Nothing's going to change. So you have to be ready for that bit of discomfort that a change in direction can have. You know, that could be people might fall off the boat. Like if you turn your direction, if you turn a direction that's positive for you, some people that are on your boat yeah. are going to fall off. Those are the people who maybe weren't really there for you. Maybe people who were, you were just you know, people who are in bad relationship, they're there because it's easier, but they're not happy. So with that change in course, there's going to be this discomfort, there's going to be that feeling, but knowing that you're on a happier, hopefully, trajectory is worth that risk, in my opinion, every single time. Like if you have to have an awkward conversation with someone, if you have to do whatever it is, it's going to be uncomfortable for a beat, but then it's going to get better, it's going to heal. It's like knowing you're going to cut yourself, but knowing you're going to heal stronger, like a scar. Um, and and again, you know, I, I like to check in with our privilege here always, because we have, as we've just discussed, like no clinical mental health issues, right? Yeah. And so, you know, we don't want to make light of things like depression because we don't want to sit here and say, oh, it's going to get better because it may not, and that's uh-huh. just the truth of it. But it can be made far far better when you're talking about it, when you're talking to professionals about it, and when you're seeking help. And I think that's a big thing with men is that, again, we don't like to be shown to seek help. We no. need to do everything by ourselves. Yep. We need to be strong. And that's where, unfortunately, again, the the system fails because there isn't that support structure mm-hmm. really. Or there definitely wasn't, you know, a couple of decades ago. It's much better now. Yeah. But... You know, if one in five men, there was a meta-analysis done in North America and Western Europe, and they found that one in five men um, actually reached out for professional help um, in the year leading up to their suicide. And so, you know, that's that's nothing compared to, I think it was the, I think it was three out of four women. So, oh. you know, again, it, and again, don't quote me on those exact numbers, but I definitely know it was, it was definitely, marginally higher yeah. um, in, in women than it was in men. What do you um, think that is? Again, men don't want to be... We don't want to be seen seeking help as that's a sign of weakness. Yep. We, we need to have this uh, position of strength. I've got yeah. this. Don't worry. I, hand, I will handle it's this. the foundation. It goes back to that 
that foundation is like you you're the foundation of everything and if you're not stable no one's going to want to stand it's again it's the idea that in your head why would you stand on an unstable foundation you yeah. find one that's more stable like that's it's 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 a terrifying thought but either i think women are a lot more open to chatting and having these conversations whereas guys again i'm not i'm not in this group i'm Anyone who knows me personally knows I just <laughs> can't shut up. Literally, yeah, like we got, got the other problem. Yeah, can't like, shut this yeah, guy up. This guy doesn't shut up. But again, I'm I'm hoping like my, my goal is always to make the people around me, especially the people I care about, who those are the people I spend my time with. I want them to feel completely comfortable talking to me about anything. And if I have to talk about stuff that I maybe don't feel too comfortable talking about, to to kind of drop their shields just a, just a little bit. I am happy to do so. Well, I mean, I, that's that's the exact case that happened with me. So you know, again, I didn't, I didn't speak about this stuff with my friends, and I definitely didn't bring this conversation up. But since knowing you and being within your circle, that's made myself feel in a comfortable place that I can talk about these things. And it's so important to have that, like this circle yeah. of friends. Like again, you know, the the general thing is most men they won't seek a therapist, but going down the pub with their mates and having this conversation, you know, that's, you know, and it's probably going to take a couple pints before you actually get to the, say, yeah. the yeah, conversation you can have and maybe, yeah. you know, drawing out of them. But like I said, once you actually start having these conversations with men, you realize we're all having yeah, the same thought same. processes, right? Yeah. We're all having these same pressures and these same worries and these same concerns. And so then you realize like, oh, I'm not alone in this thing. Like, yeah. you know, cause it's very easy to look at the grass is always greener or, this kind of envious thinking of like, wow, oh, this guy's got this, like, why is that? And and why am I in this position? And why am I being burdened with this and da, 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 da. But then again, you realize and you talk to that person or you'll talk to whoever it may be. And, and again, they're still having the same thought process as you, unless they're an absolute douche and they're like, no, I'm alpha male, bro, like whatever. And you know, and then those guys can, well, they can- Go fuck themselves. Yeah, basically. I said it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, seriously, like those type of people, I they're not the type of people I spend my time with. No. Uh, so thankfully, they're not. I don't have to uh, interact with many of them. Like, what is the what's the guy who's really popular? Is it Andrew Tate? Is that his name? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not it's not quite political now. Let's let's keep it clean. I don't even know who he is. I don't I know, he just pops up. And it's like, oh, okay, he's another misogynist. Excellent. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but everyone seems to hate him. Yeah. I was like, probably <laughs> probably for a good reason. I don't know though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let, let's actually talk about the what we're going to be doing. Yeah, the, yeah, we're helping with uh, raising the awareness as well because the tash is one thing. Yes, but again, we really wanted to commit to this and really help with spreading the word. And like Ben said, you know, this is an activity. You actually, Ben, you talk about it. this is an activity you've been doing for most of your I life. I have been doing this for quite some time, and that is Warhammer. I have start actually find my first model today. Yeah, um, actually, it's like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we all, we've got a camera. Show us to the yeah, camera, yeah, and yeah. I'll try to describe it as best as possible to okay, the okay. listeners at home who are. Where are you? There he is. Okay. So this is my first orc that my cousin Adam got in a big booster set thing for his birthday. So I'm just going to get up nice and close to the camera. It's it's little and green. It's probably not even going to pick <laughs> it's, up. It's probably not going to pick up. But you can, yeah, it's... It's, um, it's not bad it's for not like bad. the first ever one. And back in the 90s as well, from what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, it was nineteen ninety one. Yeah, that's when that model was created, but it was probably about nineteen ninety nine, I think. Um, oh yeah, because you were one. I would have been. One. <laughs> I mean, Not if you'd have done that at one, that would have been impressive. Can I mean, we that go back? Been... <laughs> cut that! I'm gonna cut that, and I'm just gonna make. I started yeah. when I was one. <laughs> yeah. I have the dexterity and the, the hand eye coordination yeah. of a bobcat. Exactly. At, at one year old. Uh, so yeah, I've been doing this for 20, 20 22, How did you get years. into it? Literally my cousin. So he got, I think he got like a box set um, from his parents, I think, for his birthday. And my dad had collected model like airplanes and stuff. So there's like model airplanes hanging from my roof with like fishing string and stuff. So they're all fighting. Yeah. yeah. My dad had like a little tank and... So I think he was into it, uh, and then, yeah, I said, Adam got it, and I was like, these things are so cool. You get to paint these, like, I just, the whole thing of it just fascinated me. Um, and then obviously I just continued on to today now. To, and, to, uh, to, to yeah, today now. <laughs> to, today, right now, still. Um, so yeah, I've been doing it for 20, 22 years, and it's some, honestly, it was one of those things that, it was only up until about the last, 
I'd say five or six years. It was something I was embarrassed about. Oh, I can I can like one hundred percent understand that. Because... I remember those popular girls in school when I was in second year, or secondary school. I remember being in the Warhammer store, and they all like all of them, all the popular ones, all of them walked past, and I was like. Yeah, crap. That and I was like, I ducked, dude. I actually ducked. I ducked down because I was at the end of the shop and I could look out. And I, I just looked, I was like, see, that was such a big thing. <laughs> I I was always intrigued by it because I was I was always like, oh, you one of those people who's next, just yeah, yeah, exactly. rubbernecking as like, you walk past. I, I was oh. I was a drifter. I wasn't like set in stone in this particular group, the popular crowd, the you know the nerds, the whatever, blah blah. Drifter, I was yeah. I was just like you know I was. There. Friendly with everyone, and so I would I would just look in awe at the guys doing uh, guy and girls. Actually, no, yeah. it's mainly guys. It's mainly guys. Yeah, yeah. It's mainly guys. <laughs> in in primary school, anyway. Obviously, you know, again, there's yeah. many uh, uh, women who play Warhammer extensively. And yeah, are thankfully, really, really good at thankfully, it. I really like that. Yeah, um, and looking at it, I was like, oh, that looks so cool. But it was just. It just, I don't know, it just, I would never had the friendship group that was close enough to be like, yeah, all right, I'm going to get into this. Yeah. Um, None of my friends were into it, though. It was just, it was just it's my just, cousin Adam. Just, just, just my cousin off. Adam, yeah. Nice. I remember the, we actually, this <laughs> is ridiculous. My mum said to us one day, uh, we really wanted to go in and just buy something or just, just, just go in and look at that point. And my mum said, no, no, it's, it's a nice sunny day. If it was raining, then yeah, I'd take you. I'm not even joking you. <laughs> Me and my cousin Adam did a rain dance. <laughs> Wait, I need to see this. I don't even know. It's been purged <laughs> from my memory. I just remember going outside and, and just being like, this will work. Why I wouldn't it work? I mean, I used to think rain dancing would work. And so I'm not even fine. joking you. It worked. <laughs> now, is it because I live in Northern Ireland where it rains ninety percent of the time? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> who, knows? who knows? A who correlation. Knows? But let's just gloss over but that. Let's just right? say that my cousin and I, at eight and ten years old, controlled the weather. I think. I think to be fair, that's the more pragmatic approach. My mum didn't even take us. Ah, oh, ah, oh, Karen. Thanks, mum. And not just. The no, pop no, culture, my Karen. Karen. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. she she uh, doesn't understand <laughs> that either. But that's how. That, and then we actually, my cousin Adam and I, took ourselves into town once, just to go to the Warhammer store. That's literally all we did. We got on the train, and I remember arriving at the this train station and just being like, I have no idea where I am at all. And I had to ask this woman, and she literally took. She was so lovely. She took myself and Adam right to the Warhammer store. And then went all the way back the other direction. Wow. We were like, maybe, I'd say maybe 10, maximum 11. And I was like, that's such a nice thing for her to do. I still remember that. That was two decades ago. Can I just, uh, I'm going to take a real steep Swift. turn. And uh, yeah, I think, again, just because I wanted to use that anchor point of your age there. Uh, so something else that Miguel, um, the gentleman I was speaking to. Sounds earlier, like you're saying, my girl. Uh, that to be fair, I may be, I'm probably killing it. And mm. I know, I know. Marjana also thought I said that earlier when I I mentioned it's your, his it's name. Your very thick English accent. Yeah, it's it's. I I, I felt I sound like I sound like Ali G saying Miguel. Miguel. Um, <laughs> Miguel. Damn. So apologies. <laughs> Sorry for that. Also apologies. Uh, and he's phenomenal, by the way. He's like a very very cool guy, evidence based coach. Um, but anyway, so he was also laying out how um, there is also an alarming rate of uh, suicides in children aged eight to 10. That's terrifying. So at the age that you were going to that Warhammer store, now that, especially from uh, 2020 to 2022, there has been a 30% increase in children 10, that are, and also predominantly in boys, yeah. funnily enough. Um, that is mad. That are committing suicide. Now I didn't have even thoughts of I that running through my brain. Now the... I'm pretty sure I was one track. I don't even think I had any yes. secondary <laughs> thoughts. I thought I was, I was there, present. Yeah, I was, I was reactive. I wasn't, wasn't even conscious. Like, no, it's just, just, I am here. You're getting my full attention. To my There's environment. Nothing else going on yeah. right now. Yeah. Nothing. Blank. Uh, tree. Look inside. <laughs> nothing. Black. Blank. Nothing. Um, but no, that, that is, that is, a, um, you texted me earlier. Yeah, it's, that, it's haunting. It's yeah, haunting. I mean, I was tidy in this room and you texted me and I just stopped there and I was like, that is... It just it physically you can feel that in your chest. It's just like a, just yeah. a tug. You're like that is horrendous to think that. Again, speaking of someone who's my age, our age, you know, exactly. This is why I wanted to, you know, thinking this. about that, and then just going back to that age and thinking I don't want to be here. 
Like that is, that's, it's intense. It's, it's really intense. And again, the question, the immediate question that comes to your head is why? Like, why is that even coming into their head at that age? And, you know, that's actually what um, Miguel is. I'm sorry, sorry, I'm butchering his name. I can't not oh, hear it now. Miguel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Miguel. Like, he's talking. He's talking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, so he's uh, <laughs> so much hand movement. It's more Italian, actually, isn't it? Anyway, I've lost my train of thought. Sorry about that. Was, Miguel was saying something. Yeah, he was. Damn, sorry about that. I was, it's fine. I just, <laughs> just, just can't, I just, anyway, back just to what we were talking about. Let's go right back now. to what I just want. Yeah, that was a yeah. big tangent, but I thought it was an important one to bring up because no, it was an anchor point no, of your age there. It was definitely. like a yeah, um, perfect segue. But yeah, at that age, you know, you were embarking in Warhammer. And of course, now we're going to be doing that for 24 hours 24 straight, hours straight uh, which we didn't mention yet. So yeah, it's going to be fun for caffeine. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to seeing how, because I don't, I'm trying not to go on too much of time, but I don't. I have. I don't get tired. I don't get like <laughs> sleepy. I'm just bionic. I'm just. I'm sorry. You, like, know, you've been a rock, you know this. I know. I, 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 something I real. something I realized being around Ben is one. He just it don't, apparently like caffeine doesn't affect him, and now he doesn't sleep. So really, I'm just I mean, coming to the assumption that you are either a T two Terminator or. You put an awful close to the truth. No, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 no, I know I'm weird. Or you're Thor. Well. <laughs> Are you stroking your hammer in front of me? Do you want me to be? <laughs> With these tashes. We've already got enough speculation online. So yeah, we are going to be painting Warmer for 24 hours straight. But I was saying, like, I'm interested in seeing if I do actually get tired yeah. over 24 hours. I, mean, I haven't done an all-nighter. Time flies. Like, like when you're doing painting. Mm. Especially when you're painting. I, like. I couldn't even, I, I couldn't believe it. Again, I'm one of those minds where I am in a constant heightened state thinking about a thousand things and yeah. forgetting a thousand things as my, as my wife will definitely vouch for. Um, but when I'm painting, like it really did switch off. Silence. And um, four, six hours passed and you're like, wow, that went, that just, Disappear. That's gone. Um, it's, it's it's such a peaceful time passing that it's so methodical. It's so structured. It I think it's it almost part of me feels like it's almost again. This is a r- really random thought, but you know humans are a lot busier with their hands. They had to build stuff a lot. They had, we didn't just walk into a house and be like, oh, my house is built. Like there's there's something about crafting something or constructing or seeing something progressing that is just so rewarding so rewarding it's like those people who build those incredible houses in like you know thailand on youtube you've seen those or i don't know if it's in thailand but it's like these guys <laughs> these it's in it's in some like indonesian type place geography right yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's good it's i don't good. know how to continue it's good, okay. but anyway they basically create these incredible structures <laughs> where they're like it's just a dirt lot and then they like dig it now again there's some that are like oh they're fake but there's some of them that are so legit and they like will build like water slides and it's amazing but watching that is so satisfying just watching it starting at one point and again back to Warhammer starting at this model that you have to build it's not like you get it in a box you have to build it yourself then you have to spray paint it then you have to actually paint it and go through the process and build it and build it there's something just so satisfying about that to me personally yeah i mean and i think, well, I think something to, that, again it's a dopamine here isn't it because you, you you get so gradual, you're working towards yeah, something it's, like, it's not this immediate and it's actually a really good i, I was thinking about this today it's a really good analogy in there with um oh. with fitness because or fat loss specifically i actually I'll, I'll say because every model goes through the ugly phase Right, where you start painting and you start putting everything on and it doesn't quite look complete yet. And it's just kind of like, you can't start uh, questioning your painting skills. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. is it turning out? Is it should. But then you actually start finishing it. You get past that ugly phase Shaming and it starts and, washes yeah, and, and edging and everything starts coming together. And you're like, oh yeah, no, it looks really good now. And like with fat loss, you know, you start with these immediate results or whatever it may be. And then you hit this kind of ugly phase where, oh, the scales aren't moving. Or, oh, this isn't working. Like what's going on? And if you just continue pushing through that bit, if you just get to it, you know, you start to see progress again. And then you, you know, you start to get satisfied and 
Well, like sat, as I say, satisfied. You start to see the progression. You feel more further. content. You go you past the ugly phase, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuck phase. Oh, Whereas like with painting, it's that same thing. You know, you're starting off. You're like, oh, this is going well. And you're like, oh, no, I don't know about this. Like, is this going how it should? Trust Am I doing process. okay? And then you start bringing it together. You're like, cool. Now I've got over that hurdle now. And it's kind of come to... So, it's again, it's that dopamine. It's that reward. Yep. Like any... Like Marjana loves... Marjana, my wife, loves seeing the... Um, uh, transformation of, you know, uh, what's the, what, what word am I looking for? Home decoration, home home decor, home uh, renovation. Yeah, home renovations, yeah. Like, you know, you see that and you're like, ah, oh, all that work put in and it's like, wow, and it's that big rush of like, oh, I did that. Janice That's cool. gutted that she wasn't here to show Marjana the house. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> she was, I was like, what was I supposed to just say that? Like, no, you can't see the house. <laughs> Don't come back, back later. Like, <laughs> I was like, and she was like, oh, you showed them the house? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, it wasn't even tidy. I was like, it, it was, it was fairly tidy. It was, it was okay. It was acceptable. She's like, yeah, for you. And I was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, was, men tidy is not the same as women tidy. Like That's man, something. It's like I a man's realize. look as well. It's like, oh look, oh, you can yeah, see it. Yeah, Where yeah. is it? It's right, right there. It's like, okay. right there. Did you, did you, it's did in you the do this? Like, yeah, I went. No, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just looked. Just, With my you eyes. Can't, you can't move things. No, 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 no. no. It no. needs to be a glance. If it's not there, it's not there. Literally, and even when it is there in front of you, and this is, this is the best thing, isn't it? Like, men can go, like, into a cupboard and, you know, um, you can be sent there and go, okay, can you get the ketchup? I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my head. You look at it and you're like, no, it's literally right there in the face. Like, no, can't also, see it. It's also it's red. Not, yeah, it's also <laughs> red. Right, you know. But then they're on yeah. call, call of duty and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, there's a sniper up in the top oh, left hand yeah, corner yeah. of the. Yeah. <laughs> like, quick, get it. Explaining Warhammer to anybody? Yeah. Like, I, okay, so what you're going to want to do is you want to get your, your, te- your strength and your toughness. Now, what are you going to do? And yet, uh, finding anything in a cupboard? Yeah, no, 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 no. no. It's too much, too much, too much complexity. What? How does this work? That is not my skill set. Too many mechanisms. I did not spec Um, any of that. Um, So, yeah, Warhammer, 24 hours. Yep. We are going to be painting. Yeah, we're going to be painting. We we did establish, you know, obviously with Warhammer, there's building, but there's painting too. We decided we're just going to paint this entire time. And the reason why we're doing it is, obviously, with that background of... Warhammer for us, you know, Josh more recently, mm. being that very calming, fantastic mental health, meditative state. That's the closest thing I can get yeah, to. Yeah, meditative. It's meditative. Um, and yeah, it also, it's a fantastic time to just talk. Yeah. Like just to chat because you're not it and there's also a, a level of um pressure that's taking that's taken off it because there's another thing to distract you, so you don't feel as vulnerable. Yeah. That's because true. there's a there's a bar there's a, almost like a physical barrier yeah. between you and the person. So you you'd be talking to me, you know, while I'm painting, and I'm not looking you in the eyes, which again some people would struggle with if they're not comfortable talking to people. And it just it just breaks that slight awkwardness that yeah. little bit more. So that's, that's why f- the best first dates are activities. Yeah, yeah, because if you if you're sat there, you know, being in a, in a di- yeah in a cinema or even at dinner, face to face, it's so intense at mm-hmm. first meeting. Whereas you do an activity, you know, it's the same here. It's like that's really what you want to look at it as. It's like going over these big, awkward conversations. You know, how is there something there which is allowed, allowing yourself to just to break the ice a little bit, ease it off, and easing that conversation, um, I think is, is such a great way. And that's why, you know, us doing it for 24 hours, we are imploring you to please come on, you know, join the live stream. Chat to us. Yeah. Come into a conversation. Please, please talk to us. Please talk to us. Anyone. I'm, I can't talk to this man anymore. <laughs> I won't shut up. For Josh's sake, please, please come on and give him a, a different voice to listen to. Because this one, I've been with, I've been with this one for a while. So, you know. Yeah. It's a good voice. Kids, it's a good oh, voice. Thanks. It's a good voice. You got, you got good there. Yeah. I'm also super, super jealous. Super jealous of your chair right now. This one is so uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm in my plan. Every time I, I know, every time I move. I'm on my throne. This might break. Um, so yeah, we're, we're doing this, uh, we're doing probably in about two weeks time. So when this comes out, yep. Yep, we're going to be doing on the 25th. Um, again, we've got some people lined up to join us on zoom and whatever it is, we're going to be live streaming it most likely from YouTube. Uh, we've already, I was, that's what I was looking at my phone for earlier, just to see how much we've actually raised. We did have a cap, well, a target of 500, right? Yes. Uh, and I think the last time I checked, thanks to everybody who has donated, by Thank the way, so already, much. like, I mean, honestly, 435 pounds that's amazing and that's from our tashes 
you know, and uh, the awareness that we've been trying to bring up, you know, just through that alone. So yeah. hopefully with the, um, you know, 24-hour uh, challenge of us, you know, painting Warhammer, having conversations, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, we're going to blast past that target, hopefully. So. Plus, it's going to be fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's a, a big part of this. Like, we're not doing these grueling things just, just to be... Just to, <laughs> So being, I think, well, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, this is going to be grueling, but in a completely different way, mainly for our budget. I think. I think it was such a good. I think what I love about this challenge is it allows us to have conversations. Whereas if we were doing like a fitness challenge Workout or activity or, challenge, yeah, you're like, saving that. You're recording. saving that. You're not yeah, talking to me. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just sucking in that. You're just sucking in that oxygen. Yeah, this, exactly. Yeah, you're know, right. Anything else? I'm like, oh my god. But you know, and by the way, huge. Um, what's the word? Uh, not I'm trying to like I'm trying gratitude? to make words gratitude? no not gratitude um, I'm usually so good at this a round of applause <laughs> okay we are now doing uh, we are not ah, I can't sit like that <laughs> we are now doing <laughs> charades so um, um, which is fantastic for the audio listeners by the way just you know anyway no it's, it's got but yeah basically a huge well done to those, for lack of a better word, who are doing those kind of physical challenges as well. Not just kudos. Yeah, kudos, yeah. I guess is a good. Yeah, that was the word. That I think that will do. Let's thumb it in there. But just um, Chris, you can get this. So he says kudos yeah. in my accent. <laughs> just smush it over his face. <laughs> perfect. Oh perfect. Um, um, I mean, look, this is a topic that we could really. I mean, I th- this is definitely something we're going to revisit again because mental health is such a. Yes. huge and such a deep I mean there's things that we've we were saying about we want to talk about but yeah, I think it maybe is better to have a second episode about this because we want it to be something that hopefully by listening to this it, it allows someone to relax a little bit or speak to someone who they you know want to maybe speak to I mean I yeah, I think, you to do it I think um, a good summary and something which we're trying to really raise awareness on is like it's okay that men cry. It's okay that men have anxiety. It's okay that men feel pressure. It's okay that men have depression. It's okay that men have mental illness. But what's not okay is the fact that 75% of these suicides are coming from men and that 12 people a day in the UK, sorry, 12 men a day in the UK are dying uh, through suicide. 105 men in the USA are dying every day through suicide. Um, And of course, globally, you know, like I say, 800,000 suicides per year 75 percent of those are men that's not okay no, and so it's really opening up the conversation having this discussion is just so vital and if you are either requiring help or you know someone that you're concerned with please you know speak with someone immediately contact nhs 111 on 111 contact samaritans on 116 123 um or if you ever worried that someone's in immediate danger call 999 um, but do not suffer in silence. You know, do, you know that is one thing that you don't need to be thinking is a trait of a man. Do not do that because yeah. um, you know the world is better with you in it, as Ben regularly says. Yeah, so I, was, I was like, is he going to? So I apologize. Gonna, I no, I'll take it. <laughs> I've said it enough for you no, for to say no, your no, subconscious. No. So that's good. No, like honestly, the world is never going to be a better place without you in it. That is such a poignant thing like if any of my other people that I cared about and any of the people that I loved were gone the world's not a better place for that at all no matter how and again this is us speaking from the experience we're very aware of this we've never had those feelings and again we don't want to come across patronizing or anything like that all we want to do is is hopefully give someone the I don't even say it's not even bravery uh, the option to have a conversation with someone I've said this Baffled me, my friend and I were talking about this a, a long time ago. And like humans are masters at communication. We mm. are, we have literally sounds that allow us to communicate and understand exactly what we're saying. You know, body language is a big part of this, but I can literally tell you exactly how I feel as close to my own ability to you know, grasp it from a language standpoint. I can tell you what's going on. Yep. There are, as far as I'm aware, no other species on the planet that have that ability why why not use it again i think the two things that we want to be is seen and heard so if if you see someone even if you know if it's a stranger maybe their head is down maybe they're in tears like 
I would, and I you know, got this from a TED talk that I was, you know, so I don't think that I thought of this in any way, but approach that person, say, look, I don't mean to pray, but I'm concerned. Yep. I just want you to know I'm here to listen and that's it. And what but you've done there is you've said, yeah, I just... see you and I'm here to hear you. So yeah. um, again, just a good piece of advice there to not pressure people to do it. Again, if you're concerned, if you're concerned, don't push and push and push, but just let them know you're there. It's a safe environment for them. It's a to safe share environment to share, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think this has been a really, really good conversation for us to have as I mean, our first episode. Yeah, well. honestly, I mean, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm having to bite my tongue to not just keep going about this because it's so, it's so important to me. Um, but yeah, we'll have to save that for another episode. So if you're keen for that, let us know. And if you've stuck around this long, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this first episode. There's plenty more to come and we're going to be talking about some stuff that, again, it's not always going to be about fitness, as I said at the start. There's going to be a little bit about it. But again, what we've found from our conversations is so many things can be related to or likened to a fitness journey or, or improving your health physically. Um, so there'll be a lot of uh, analogies. There's going to be a lot of <laughs> maybe more facial hair. I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm partial what, what to the fashion. What do you What do you reckon? Listen, I'm I'm enjoying playing with my facial hair at the moment in these different I keep things. Keep stroking my damn chin. Oh yeah. You've probably. I mean, there's probably. I, I mean, twizzle my tash whilst I postulate my thoughts mm, in the day. I'm just. Weird. I just can't believe my chin exists. I can't believe I, I even mean, have a chin because. When you've had a beer, especially your... I yeah, mean, I, I like, preempted this, by the way. Yeah, yeah you, you had like, some good prerequisites to this approach. Down, whereas where's my jawline? Find where my chin is. I provided a... Oh, hey, Beansy. Oh, hello, Ollie. Ollie. The beautiful Cocker Spaniel. Has hello. Just you just bust them in. in. With a Christmas jumper on as well, by the way. This will date it. Come on, Ollie, you know better. Than yeah, yeah. This will date the episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, yeah. On that note, I think... Uh, we good time to wrap it up. Yeah, so look... But thank you for joining us. Thank yeah. you for listening. Um, and be there to listen to someone else. Got nothing more to add. Love you, kiss. Thank you. Toodle pips. Bye.